Hello and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug and these are my acute mental neuroses. Fair amount on the list you cannot see, so let's get right into it. Fidelity, fire of doing? Yeah. Oh, I gotta do that tomorrow. Shit. Not that it takes away from the fire of doing. Um, so I was on the phone with Fidelity, uh, getting everything. Um, I'm starting to knock stuff off my... Um, the, the few things I've been um, procrastinating on uh, in terms of uh, finalizing all of my the estate account for my dad from a year and a half ago. Um, it's just I don't like to just sit on hold on the phone and I'm like, I'd rather just be playing video games. But last week I really felt the motivation to be like, okay, let's get some of this done. And um, between getting bounced around two different departments and not using the correct verbiage, uh, I managed to figure everything out. Um, I'm going to call them tomorrow to finalize a rollover as well as I've got um, some other stuff. I've been talking about the work management transition thing and I need to um, re-enroll with their 401k so I can roll over my previous 401k and uh, there's um, another account that I need to move as well. But it's all and great. This is all happening uh, but and everything's going to be like centralized um to Fidelity Investments, so adulting, um, that way I don't have, you know, Merrill Lynch, Fidelity, uh, John Hancock, whatever. Um, luckily, I've got a few friends in finance, and they've been kind of helping me navigate and, like, say, this is what you should say specifically, so there you go. Oh, yeah, and this is, once again, really nice. Um, I've had a few people reach out, and they really liked the Mad Jack Stark episode of Nerd Vomit, so... And while this week's episode of Nerd Vomit uh, already recorded, uh, Christina ended up uh, joining me, PETA, a.k.a. Pen in the Ass, um, joined me for um, an almost hour and a half long episode that's going to be this week. Um, if I find that I can't wrangle a co-host, um, I may post the other two characters from the three-car pileup anthology, uh, Dr. Yes Sexy, which is a mad scientist plastic surgeon, and oh, who's the other one? Oh, uh, Filibuster Vigilance who believes he is like a Viking barbarian character, but set in real times, he works at TGI Fridays, if that's even a thing anymore. So thank you. I, I, I'm glad that, you know, y'all were very receptive to this, that little experiment. Uh, the next note just says, fire of doing. Uh, I guess I knocked a lot of stuff out on my to-do list. Let me take a look at it right now. Yeah, there's not a whole lot, you know, um, like I said, enroll 401k. I got to edit this little thing for work, clean out my, my Shazam um, so I can put everything into the 2022 uh, mix, ongoing annual mix. So, you know, it won't take me that long. Um, you know, haircut, stuff like that. Um, man, I'm flying through this. Uh, they'll, they'll be longer bits by the end of the list you cannot see. Day job transition headaches. Yeah, once again, their 401k enrollment site was down. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, so it's like, I gotta wait. I don't want to wait for, like, the motivation to hit me again. I need to start that. So maybe I'll take a look at that uh, today or tomorrow, depending on how my schedule works out with recording and editing, um, as well as because I recorded yesterday, which was Sunday. Uh, I'm behind on writing Kathy Hammond. It'd be the um, season finale. So I'm going to have to try to get to that at some point this week before... Um, the upcoming Sunday, so I can start working on the commercials and we can start kicking this thing in the ass. Um, but yeah, it's just been, you know, once again, the biggest headache is that I've got a, uh, a coworker and associate 
who keeps asking me these questions that are obviously for HR, where she's like, what about our benefits? What about short-term disability? What about long-term? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Like, go. And she's like, well, but you did your benefits. And I'm like, yeah. And I said, but it, they're going to be different for everybody. And she's like, which ones did you pick? I'm like, the ones right in the middle. And she was like, oh, well, what about the basic ones? What about that? And I'm like, woman. And the pipes agree with my rage that is boiling over right now. Like, oh, my God. Like, I know our HR person just left, but, like, I don't know. Uh, and I don't know who you can talk to. And because she goes, well, who do I talk to? I'm like, I don't know. And then she's like, why don't you know? And I'm like, I don't know why I don't know. And if I knew why I didn't know, then I would know. And then she looked at me, and I was like, what more can I say to you <laughs> on this point? I was like, and then I was like, just go back to work. Speaking of things close to uh, my work, uh, apartment movement. So I finally, once again, procrastination. Um, and part of it was, um, you know, inclement weather stopped me from stopping by their leasing office. And then I had to make copies of like income forms and uh, bank statements so I can bring them in and go, I'm an idiot. I didn't do the math right. Here, here's what I have, you know, here's my stand, my financial standing. Let's reassess. Um, which when I show them, obviously, what I make and what I've got access to, I'm sure they'll go, okay. You, yeah, I don't know how you fucked up that bad, but there you go. So um, I'm going to go over their leasing office at some point this week. Probably, I don't know, probably Thursday maybe. I mean, not that, you know, you're keeping track of my personal schedule, but if you are, that's right about when I'm going to be doing it. So um, put that on your calendar, I guess. It won't be on mine. But um, I'm excited. Um, it's one of those that, you know, unfortunately, wifey has to move as well for bad reasons. I'm moving for good reasons. Um, I'm not going to get too much into that because I'm going to get into it in a uh, couple minutes. But um, I'm excited, uh, you know, that, yeah, I wasn't thrilled on, you know, the idea of paying rent a year ago. Um, I was like, I'd rather, you know, get my own place and have a mortgage. But at this point, I'm... I just kind of want my own space. Um, like I said before, I'm not in a toxic environment. Um, it's just, you know, it's hard to have a personal life when, you know, you live with other people. That's, that's all, you know, it's like, and I want to, you know, you know, not be on someone else's, you know, schedule in terms of like transportation. Sometimes, um, I feel bad. So, and I, you know, I would like to live close to work and, you know, that kind of thing. So, close to uh, my, my uh, usual watering hole, though I don't think I'll be going as much since I would have my own space. Um, I tend to hang out at the watering hole because I don't have my own space at home. So, because everyone goes, oh, you're going to keep going over there like all the time. And I'm like, no, I really won't. Um, I mean, I probably will go over there Wednesday nights, which I don't normally do that, but there's trivia. So, and because I live close, I wouldn't have to worry about, you know, affecting my sleep schedule since I wake up early. It wouldn't bother me. Um, cause I'll be able to sleep later actually, because I'll be within walking distance. So, um, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to like, you know, get a new bed and couch and t a much bigger TV, um, to play PlayStation on. And that, I mean, I'm just excited. So, um, things I'm not excited for, uh, last night I had another dream of, uh, the room without a floor and it was really haunted. Um, and I'm starting to pick apart everything with dream analysis. The room had a floor. Like it was all, but it was all like everything was concrete, everything was solid, but undecorated. 
So I'm assuming I'm going to go with that feels secure yet isolated. Uh, and when I say it was um, undecorated, there actually was some decoration where it was two pictures of Medusa. Now, if you remember from several episodes ago, um, Medusa is closely tied with wifey. Um, she's obsessed with Medusa. Her dog's name is Medusa. I got a Medusa pop. Um, I got her a Medusa snow globe for um, the holidays last year. So, obviously, subconsciously, there's something that I'm 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 worried about her. And I was texting her before I went to bed, and I was like, "Can we just like wrap each other up and keep the world out?" And I wish we could just like fuck off and go somewhere. I said, "I hate the beach, but I would go to the beach with you." And, you know, she's like, I wish, you know, everything wasn't so hectic. And I'm like, I know, I know. And it's like, we're getting closer emotionally and it's causing that stress that like we don't have the time or circumstances to hang out, you know, like just, and not like, not like sexually when I say physically, but like physically just, you know, being able to hold hands and hug. Um, Cause I always say when she's at work. So, I mean, it, it's just. I think that's what that meant. And the the ghost was back with a vengeance. Uh, at one point, it lifted me out of my bed with, like, wind. Um, and I was like, you know what? That was not cool. And I just got back in bed. And it was like every time I thought I was waking up in the real world, I was waking up into another dream with the ghost. So it was, like, incepting me. It was crazy. I've never really had one like that before. So I'm wondering if this is, I don't know, my my like the stress of everything, like, you know, like this is ongoing, you need to deal with this, um, or it's going to get worse. So I, I don't know. Um, it's, uh, it's nothing I can really talk to her about because she's going through so much shit that it's tragic and painful and personal. So I'm not, you know, going to say what it is, but it's like, I think it's like breaking my heart that, you know, she's going through this and I feel helpless. And I think that's probably a lot, like I've, I've said a couple episodes ago, like that's a lot of stress for me emotionally that I'm not used to feeling. And maybe, you know, it's my brain is going like, hey, you need to, you know, not back off, but like maybe just exercise a bit more patience uh, with yourself and her. And, you know, it's like, because I keep offering to help her. I'm like, whatever you need, I'll, I, I can provide for the most part. And she goes, I know, I know. But she, it's, she's one of those, like, she doesn't like reaching out for help. Uh, she's very independent, and I, I like that about her. But, you know, I, I think she's also smart enough and secure enough that if and when she gets to the point where she actually, you know, could need help or does need help, that she reaches out. I mean, I, I found out she used to be a crisis counselor, and she quit that because it was frustrating that people didn't want to help themselves. Um, which, I mean, admittedly, she has to understand that, you know, asking for help is a huge step um, to helping yourself. So, uh, I don't know. It's like there's a tightness in my chest just talking about this, which can't be coincidental. Um, so, I might have to kind of shift gears, you know, shift, you know, down a gear with, you know, just myself and maybe take a step back from trying to help her and like focus on just, you know, keeping my lof- life, my loof. Good, Doug my life, you know, momentum going. So, and on that note, TIG, things I Googled, uh, all of the lyrics. (laughs) So I've put the finishing touches on the uh, mix for Wifey. Um, It's called uh, We'll Always Have Paris because we met at a coffee shop called Paris on the Platte. 
and uh, I just was doing some, um, you know, fine tuning, and I was like making sure that lyrics weren't sad or, um, you know, more intense, I guess. Cause I mean, like, you know, I was going to put like, I want to be your boyfriend on there by the Ramones, but then I'm like, I don't want to make her think like I'm trying to push her into a relationship while all this stuff is going on with her. So I was kind of looking at it like from that point of view as well. So I Googled a lot of songs. I'm not going to get into all of them. I'm not going to get into any of them, but it was like, the joke was like, I Googled all the lyrics, dragon fruit. I Googled Dragon Fruit. Uh, I was visiting my mom, and we were watching Jeopardy uh, or something, and the answer was Dragon Fruit, and she's like, that's not a thing, and I'm like, that's totally a thing. She goes, I've never heard of it, and I'm like, they have it at, like, you know, grocery stores. So, and I Googled it and showed her, and she was like, oh, well, I'll have to try that. So I Googled Dragon Fruit, uh, parentheses, is a thing. Okay, this one pisses me off. I had to Google a certain singer, and it wasn't for the mix. It was just the last, like, entire day I've been trying to think of this um, singer-songwriter named Sam Cooke. And I had Sam, but I didn't have his last name because I was looking into... um, I realized I didn't have any of his songs on my iTunes, which is insane because he's amazing, so go listen to Sam Cooke. But literally, I was up all night with not only the, the nightmares, but then when I couldn't fall back to sleep, I'm like... Oh man, Sam. I'm like, oh, it's it's a one word. It's a common word, and I I could I couldn't get to it, and I was trying to like sneakily uh, not have it on Tig because I was gonna try to look it up through my iTunes, which I'm like that doesn't count. Uh, and then I'm like, oh shit, I don't have any of his songs, which is like once again super weird. I I had a, a former girlfriend who got me into him, and it was like. I was into him horde. Like him and Otis Redding, fantastic. So it just pisses me off I couldn't get to his name. It was one of those, I'm like, oh, like I'm, I'm drilling my thumbs, like thumb knuckles into my skull right now. I'm like, oh, God damn it. Pisses me off and I can't think of things like that. And then lastly, and this happened, uh, I got to work a little early and I had my hand in my pocket and I pulled out a piece of lint and threw it on the ground. I don't know, is that littering, I suppose? But it made me think, I'm like, is lint biodegradable? So, of course, things I googled, is lint biodegradable? The answer is yes and no. Uh, if it, it's lint from natural fibers like cotton, uh, then yes, it will degrade. But if it's synthetic like, um, uh, uh, I don't, why can't I think of things? Um, uh, uh, like a cotton poly blend, um, the, the poly bit won't degrade naturally. So, there you go. Um, I mean, if you want to be totally environmentally conscious, you know, um, don't buy artificial fabrics. So they, they, if you throw them away or they get thrown away for whatever reason, they have a hole in them. You're not going to take them to Goodwill or Ark or whatever is in your area, um, like a thrift store. Uh, and it's got a hole in it and you just throw it away or they throw it away. It's going to go, it's just going to sit in the landfill, festering, moldering even. So, there you go. Lint is is and is not biodegradable. And that is the list you cannot see. So, from Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug. And from Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my acute mental neuroses. Uh, stumbling to the finish line edition. Good night, Internet.
If you've liked what you've heard, listen and subscribe to our other shows like No Applause, Just the Clap, PETA's and Honey Bunch's Pop Culture Spectacular, Fear Agents, and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and www.bacnpodcast.com.